And racing. Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the Dogcast brought to us by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, uh, Tim Edwards, and joined by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager as per normal, Sean Matheson. Sean, great to have you here. Yeah, great to be here again, Tim. Uh, we're right in the middle of a lot of our feature races in uh, Greyhound Racing in SA. A really good time to be uh, involved. So looking forward to another big show today. Yeah, looking forward to it. There's been plenty happened. Of course, we're going to preview the uh, 2021 Shane McQueen final at Murray Bridge Thursday night. It's normally at Angle Park, but uh, as we know, the redevelopment happening there. We're going to also look back at the Group 3 Howard Ashton final won by Victor Hayden. And we're also going to have a look back at the heats of the Shane McQueen. And our interview this week is with Michael Stewart. Looking Mm -hmm. forward to catching up with Mickey. He's a very passionate man and Looking forward to chatting to him on this week's edition of the Dogcast. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. The Week in Review, as always, brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. Proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds and the Gap Prison Programs. They're based right here in South Australia. If you want to know more about them, log on to Fresh Pet Food Co. All one word, dot com dot au for more information. So we turn our attention back, um, Sean. Of course, we had uh, a couple of big weeks. Let's go, I think, and turn our attention back to the Howard Ashton, mm-hmm. which was a Group 3 event. It was an interesting race. Uh, messy, I think you can fair to say. Yep. Um, I was calling the event. Uh, Victor Hayden was the eventual winner, defeating Victor Grosso. Jaxwell, well, he probably should have won. And Fire Strike, who we thought yep. would probably win <laughs> yes. or be one of the top two, he did not handle box one what uh, whatsoever, did he, from box one? He just wanted to go right hand on that first corner. Yeah, well, interestingly, interestingly, we spoke with Bosco on the show, uh, and he said if he had any box, he'd choose box one. Yeah. As it turned out, it, it wasn't really a blessing for, for Fire Strike. As you mm. say, he didn't take the corner at all at Gawler. Mm. Caused interference to a, a, a lot of the runners. Mm. Um, and Victor Hayden, who actually went up with the lids at the start, yeah. walked out. Uh, got a beautiful run through and then proved too strong. But the overall time, 31.10, Tim. You normally mm. expect in those sort of feature races, a, a 30.70 he gets yeah. the job done. Yep. 31.10 probably highlights the interference. And pretty much uh, we did talk that the the field itself was so good and a lot of these dogs will go on. Mm. Um, it, it, everything in the race um, probably didn't have much like other than the winner, to yep. be honest, uh, because everyone else found a little bit of trouble mm. Um Full honours, mind you, to Victor Hayden. You've still got to win them. Yep. And uh, he was able to get the job done. Yeah, Jax, well, he, um, look, he, he copped a massive check on that first corner when uh, Fire Strike ran out. And then he was progressing as well on the first corner. He got around that corner, he lobbed in third. He was about to move up and he seemed to cop another check, which moved him back to about midfield. And then he flashed home again to run third. So. Yep. Uh, look, all credit to the Rasmussens with Victor Hayden and Victor Grosso, but there's no doubt about it. Jaxwell should have won. Yep. Um, but uh, he was beaten. He's a good dog. He fronts up again Thursday night. Um, and, of course, fire strike. I think we wait for him to draw an outside box now. He certainly didn't handle the inside. I think so. He's still probably a young dog, and, and Bosco mm. and Christine have only had him you know, for a few runs. I yeah. think they take a bit of time to work him out. Obviously, endless amounts of ability there. Mm. Uh, uh and as I said, a lot of the dogs in that field follow um, without hesitation. Um, we saw Victor Reid come out and win mm. recently at Gawler. Yeah, he, impressive. He, he was unlucky um, uh, when he got a run from reserve. Uh, Bedrock Fred's gone up to Queensland, so mm. we'll see him in the coming weeks in Queensland. So a lot of these dogs are really worth following, and a lot of them will turn up 
uh, in a few weeks' time in the Gawler Produce Series. Yes. So a lot of them will do battle again. So that's going to be another exciting series in the, in the weeks to come. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the Howard Ashton. Of course, we've got the uh, Shane McQueen final Thursday night. Let's look back at the heats last week. Aussie uh, Chegi's form continues at the moment, well, Sean. Well, Tim, you you coined Murray Bridge, Troy Murray Bridge. Yeah. Are we going to have to find a, a word for Aussie Chegier because he's loving it? He is. Not to mention Dave Peckham, but we'll just mm. highlight Aussie Chegier at the moment. He, yeah. He's having a wonderful run at the bridge. And with his a small team, as we've mm. spoken to him on the show, a wonderful run with his greyhounds. I think he said he had six runners in the kennel at the moment, Aussie. And he had, a winners, he had four winners about a month ago there on one night. And then he had three winners the other night. So his team's flying. He had fantastic shell run the best time, winning 29-81 in one of the heats there of the Shane McQueen. Defeating Ryan Norreason and, and Jax Worley was a bit off, I reckon, that night. He copped another check, but um, he certainly didn't go as good as what he did at Gawler. But obviously, we, we're not writing him off because uh, no. we don't do that here on the <laughs> no, Dogcast. we've never done that. No, you? no. So uh, what did you make of fantastic shells win? Uh, impressive. Uh, yeah, bounced to the front. Uh, we know the dog can run time and, and produce that 29.81. Rhyme the reason's been going good for the Harrises. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be too disappointed with Jack's well. I mean, that's him. He copped another bump. Yeah. Um, he did run home okay. Box two didn't suit. And that was his first run back at the bridge mm. after campaigning at Gawler. Um, in the final, when we talk about the final, he goes to box eight. Mm. He does love a wider draw. Mm. Uh I wasn't too disappointed with him. I, I absolutely think he's a main player in the final. Yep. He did a good job to to qualify. And ultimately, in these um, high-quality heats, you've just got to get into the final get first. Yep, yep. So he'll improve, no doubt, Jax. Well, uh, drawing where he has as well in the final will help. Uh, heat number two was won by Zipping Sultan. He continues to race well for Kenny Gill. Ken's a bit excited about these Zipping Dogs. I had a chat to him at Murray Bridge <laughs> yes. the other week. and. Um, I got the feeling he was sort of ready to step back a bit, Ken. But now that he's got these two greyhounds that are going really well, I think he's got a new uh, leaf of life, I guess you could say. Zipping Sultan winning, running 30.01. Fantastic pipper for Aussie Cheggier running second. And Gary's Miracle ran third. We're going to talk to Mick Stewart a bit later on. But Zipping Sultan's doing everything he needs to do right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, not putting a foot wrong. Uh, a, a, a very professional greyhound. Uh, missed it slightly um, from box two, but really charged through to, to hit the lead shortly mm. after and and then held on really well. Fantastic Pippa again, Aussie Chegia's Greyhounds, they're all going very well. And Gary's Miracle did a good job to run third. Um, very consistent Greyhound, which we've spoken about on the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, wasn't good enough to um, to qualify for the final. First reserve in the final. And if, it mm. got, if, it, if uh, Gary's Miracle got a run in the final, we know it's a main player. Uh, but again, it, it highlights the uh, strength of these races. And one dog I got to highlight in that heat, Bomb Proof for mm. the Rasmussens. That was its first run for them. Mm. Um, really impressive run. It showed good mid-race, copped a big check, still ran fourth, running home. It's in on um, it's in on Thursday night yep. in a, a strong 530-metre race. But look for it over the future. It could be a real good stayer. Mm, okay. And Rush has won the third heat, 29.87 for him. He's back in town. Of course, he's starting to string some good form together now. Max Voltage ran second and Zipping Benson ran third. Rush is, he's always a chance in these races, Sean, because he doesn't have to lead to win because he is quite strong. Absolutely. Mm. And he got a good run through. And once he got to um, second uh, mid-race on the back of Max Voltage, he was always going to be hard to hold out. Uh, we know the ability that Rushes has had, and, and when he pr- puts it all together, there's not mm. too many dogs that can run home more powerfully than him. Uh, again, box eight suited to him. He's in a middle draw 
again in the final, which yeah. again we'll talk about, which he'll need a slight bit of luck, but that's the way he races. He needs that touch of luck early, get himself a position, super strong, very impressive performance. Max Voltage, uh, a bit unlucky not to hang on. I thought yeah. it led, uh, did everything right, ran good time, but Rushes was too good. And, of course, Zipping Benson, the other Ken Gill uh, runner, qualifying for the final in third. I mean, it did highlight, Tim, the uh, the strength of the heats, the, yeah, the final we've got. certainly did. And we see Sir Truculent line up in Queensland this time on Thursday night in the Superstayers. Yeah, we, we will. The fields, I think, were delayed. So as we go to air, I'm not sure mm. if they're out yet. Um, mm. They were meant to be out yesterday, but they might have had an extension or that. But, yeah, he's up there in Queensland. He loves the sun on his back up yes. there. And he's with Tony Brett. Mm. Um up there, so Wally sent him up there, and they had good success. I reckon they they won a feature race up there uh, a few months ago in mm. the care of Tony Brett. So the truck, um, he loves going around every yeah. Thursday night. So we'll hopefully see him on Thursday. Yep, we'll look forward to watching that on Thursday night. That's been the uh, the preview. That's uh, or should say the review. That's brought to us by Fresh Pet Food Co. Freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. The preview. All right, a big night Thursday night. It is the Shane McQueen final. Before we touch on the Shane McQueen final, Sean, tell us a bit about the Shane McQueen race. It's been around a long time now um, and obviously named after a very important person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Shane McQueen was the CEO for Greyhound Racing SA um, and unfortunately uh, passed away early 2000, 2001, Mm. um, this race. So this race has been going for you know, um, almost two decades. It's, yeah. it's, it's been extremely well supported by, by the participants. And I think it's a reflection on Shane himself. He came to South Australia from Western Australia. He was mm. an exceptional um, administrator in WA before getting to SA, mm. took on the role as CEO um, and really uh, took Greyhound Racing SA um, into a, a different uh, category of professionalism, mm. I think, mm. um, under his guidance and the support of the board that he had. I think Bob Kennedy was the chairman of the board. Uh, and together they r- really set Greyhound Racing SA on a good path to see where we are today, I mm. think. Uh, McQueen's Tavern, obviously, is named after him. Um, his family w- were involved at the time working for us, and, and it's still great to see them um, getting to the race meeting. They'll be there Thursday night. Oh, they they mm-hmm. always support this event and at Murray Bridge. I know they're looking forward to it, to being at a, at a, at a new venue. New venue. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh yeah, and it's it's a race that is um a lot of the trainers want to win. Mm. Um, it's one a sort of middle distance feature for the whole year. So uh, yeah, he was a very good administrator. Unfortunately, taken away from this uh, this life far too soon. Yes, um, and he had a young family at the time. So um, they're all. Every time I see them every year, there's more and more of them growing, more kids, more grandkids yep. and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure Shane would be very proud and, um, yeah, really looking forward to the night on Thursday night. All right. Well, the Shane McQueen final is race number eight on the program. Zipping Sultan's come up with box number one, so Ken Gill will be pretty happy about that. Uh, Max Voltage has come up with two for Lauren Harris. Aussie Cheggy has got fantastic Pippa drawn the white uh, in the blue. Box four rushes for Lisa Rasmussen. Five fantastic shell for Aussie Cheggy is in the yellow. Six in the green, Rhyme Nor Reason, Lauren Harris. Seven, Zipping Benson, Ken Gill. And number eight is Jaxwell. He's got box number eight. That's no concern for him, for Cameron Butcher. Gary's Miracle Bomb Proof, both reserves. So, fantastic race. Um, who are you tipping, Sean? Oh, um, can I tip them all, Tim? But yeah. um, mm. listen again, we've just spoken about that on the show. What a wonderful final it is. Very fitting for the Shane McQueen final. 
Uh, I've, I'm going to tip the Quinella. I'm going to tip mm-hmm. Jack Swell um, to run first or second with Fantastic Shell. So I think Jack Swell will finish top two. I, I don't want to leave him out. I think he's he's the the strong winning preference, mm. drawn perfectly, as I said, um, from the wide draw, um, it's going to suit him. Box two in the heats, he copped a, a pretty big bump. He did a good job to run on. He cost himself a number of lengths. He'd have been a lot mm. closer to Fantastic Shell uh, in the run home. The reason why I like Fantastic Shell to, to, for the Quinella mm. is that I think she leads. Yep. I think um, from a middle draw, she can begin. She showed that last week. Uh, she sh- had the fastest split and can hang on. She's very strong. And she's a, um, she, she holds the record over the 5.30 metres as mm. well. So, I mean, she can run the time. Um, I'll go Jackswell ahead of Fantastic Shell. And then I'd just put the field in for third. Yeah, if I was it going, it, it's a race. wonderful race. How about you, Tim? Yeah. How did you see it? Look, I saw, I, I agree with you, Fantastic Shell's a good chance of leading. I think Zipping Benson has been beginning really well. I think he's a good chance of pushing over. And he might just pave the way for Jackswell to get yep. a better run over on uh, Thursday night. So I'm going to be tipping Jacks well. I think it might be a similar scenario to the Gawler feature that we had about a month ago where Zipping Sultan was run down by Jackswell. I think one of these two will be winning. Uh, I've got Jackswell slightly ahead of Zipping Sultan, who I'm giving a massive chance to. If, if something happens to Jackswell on that first corner, I think the Reds got a wonderful chance of winning. Fantastic Shell's going to be there. She certainly needs to go in everything. I think the dog that's ready to win, he's probably just a, probably found a... a a race that's probably too tough is rhyme nor reason. I think it's ready to win for Lauren Harris, but yep. um, I think it can run a top four spot. So I'd probably be playing eight, one, five, and six there in the uh, Shane McQueen final. Six thousand to the winner, Sean. So good prize money. It's always a good race, and yep. I think it's over the years it's been run over the six hundred, hasn't it, at uh, Angle Park? Yeah, it's normally run over the six hundred meters. Um, we've aligned the five thirty, if you like, a little bit to the mm. six hundred during the shutdown of of Angle Park. Uh, so over the 5.30, again, um, we've been really pleasantly surprised by the support that we've got and such a high-quality race. I think on the program, Tim, we've got, um, uh, in total, we've got four 5.30-metre races and a 6.80-metre on the whole mm. program. So really thankful for the support of the participants for these sort of the sprint, middle, and uh uh, staying distances whilst mm. Angle Park's been out of action. Yeah. Um, you were talking about bomb-proof before. Is it your best bet in race one? Uh, well, it's not my best bet. It's one to watch. Yep. It's a very strong race. Alfieri, Spring Vinny, mm. um, Spofforth. Yes. It's race one for a reason. It's a wonderful race, that mm. race, a one to watch. Yep. My best bet, actually, Tim, is in the last. Yeah. Um, so race 12, uh, number one, Sentinel McLaren. Mm. Um, had its second run back from a, a break on Monday night. Copped a, a pretty a decent um, check um, early, uh, was making good ground during mm. the uh, middle stages of the race and got up around fourth. It was mm. an okay run. Uh, the trick with Senator McLaren, anytime he draws an inside box, I think he's very hard to beat. He's, I think he's won five of eight. Yeah. Um, third run back, I think he'll be cherry ripe over the 455 at the bridge in um, in a grade six event. So he'll be my best on the night. You'll have to wait all night, Tim, but mm. I reckon he'll be my best. All right. Race 12, number one for you. It looks a difficult program. Obviously, there'll be a shorty there. Fantastic. Radley should be winning the 680 event. But, um, yeah, look, difficult program. I think at this early stage, I think Zipping Whoopi might be worth a play. Race four, number four. It has won there in good time in the past and finds a race where the other four competitors haven't been over that uh, track yeah. and distance. So. Yep. I thought Zipping Whoopi might be the way to play race four, number four. But looking forward to the night, as you said, race one's a cracker. We see uh, fantastic Radley, who's our, I guess you could say, premier stayer at the moment without the truck being here. 
Well, he did take care of the truck a few weeks mm-hmm. ago um, on its merits. Although truck, I, ne- I never thought the truck was uh, a good leader in his mm, race. No, I don't think so. I think he's mm. better sitting, you know, third or fourth and coming from behind. But mm. fantastic, Radley was supported that night and got the job done and won. So whilst the truck's away. Um, Absolutely. Fantastic. Radley's the, the premier stayer. Yeah, it looks a terrific program there on Thursday night, the first of 12 races, 6.37 local time. That's been the preview. That's, of course, brought to us by the SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed on Twitter. Get on board and, as always, gamble responsibly. Search at the dogs, SA. The Interview. Yeah, the interview this week, uh, we're going to be chatting to Michael Stewart, who's about to join us on the Dogcast. Of course, he's got Gary's Miracle, who's absolutely flying at the moment, and uh, he can tell us a story about Gary's Miracle. Uh, How are you, Mick? Welcome to the Dogcast. You've got Tim Edwards and Sean Matheson here. Uh, Good morning, Tim, and good morning, Sean. Good morning, Mick. How's it it going there with you? Yeah, good, mate. I'm uh, I'm, uh, I'm at at work and just drive my truck, but... If you can hear me okay, that'd be good. Yeah, we certainly can, Michael. Uh, look, Mick, um, you've been a stalwart of the greyhound racing industry for a long time. I remember the early days of myself broadcasting. You were at the Strathalban Greyhound Track, and you're up there, uh, you know, working your way through your, your craft. You've had some good dogs along the way, but it must be a big thrill to to have a greyhound like Gary's Miracle doing what she's doing right now. Yeah, mate, that's true. Um, I mean... Um, that's my grandfather, uh, like he trained dogs in Melbourne, uh, then my father trained dogs in Adelaide, uh, his name was, uh, Mick Stewart, and my brother trained dogs in Terry Stewart, and mm-hmm. so, like, we've been in them, well, I mean, I've been holding dogs since I was five years old, you know, and I'm 58, um, mm-hmm. I, uh, is that I used to go to Angle Park when I was 14 years old, and, uh, there's a trainer called Verna Henderson, I used to, uh, head down and help her. Uh, a chap called Doug Payne used to help him. And then, so, mate, I think after, like, so many years that, that you seem to, like, uh, learn things and that, and uh, as in that bitch, like, uh, Gary's Miracle, like, that, she's been real good in that. Um, mm. The uh, chap who sent him down to us, he's a friend of a bloke, Alan, a bloke called uh, the Alan uh, Williams. Mm. He sent down you, uh, Fabio, and then he sent down um, that time striker, and he talked to his mate. Sean and he, uh, talked, he and he talked Sean into like sending the bitch down, mm. and um, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, men, you know, like that. When you've been around dogs fifty years, and that if you haven't learnt nothing, well, they they yeah. mean like there's like a major problem. And yeah. um, it, it, like, that all we've done is like that. We just mean as in uh, as in the dogs um, mm. is like that. We have a set routine. Um, that I noticed that she was racing around the 29 kilo mark up in Sydney, and mm. that she seemed a bit heavy, so we like took it about a kilo and a half off her, and then that she seemed to like improve a few lengths. Huh? Yeah. So well, well, that, that's great. Well, um, Michael, she she's had 22 starts for you here in SA, and she's had 10 wins. Now, prior to that, she'd had the 67 starts, and total in her career, she's had 16 wins. So. She's won 10 races for you. She'd won six races before coming to you. She's won over 500, 400, 600, 300. Um, she's improved since coming to your kennel. So, And some greyhounds can do that. But, you know, has she reached her peak yet or has she still got some more improvement to come? Uh, well, mate, uh, it's sort of hard to tell. Her, you know? I, mean, it's, I, mean, it's like, I mean, it's like very rarely that you 
have a dog that who can have two starts up a 300 meter straight and win, and then come out and I win a 680 meter race. You know? yeah. um, it's, it's, that's things like that are just virtually got unheard of. Um, the last few weeks we've had a few little issues with her. She spied the webbing in the final of the uh, 680 meter race, and then last week she took a bad fall in the catching pen. Um, uh, it's hard to tell, mate, but you know. Uh, I'm not saying I was like uh, disappointed with her last year. I'm always happy. I mean, like mm. she's, I mean, I mean, like, she just makes you so happy to like the effort she put in that. But um, if, I mean, like she first reserved for the final uh, Thursday, we haven't entered her in any other races. They will give her a fortnight off. Yep. But I, I, I'm hoping that, like, when we bring her back, that she'll be back to like her best. Like, I mean, like, I mean, like that she's still on 2978 Angle Park and. All that sort of business, yeah. So I think Hannah, like a few weeks off, and I think she'll come back, you know, like uh, just mm. as good as ever, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's flying at the moment. Michael, tell us about the naming of Gary's Miracle. I know there's a story behind this because I bumped into yeah. you. I bumped into Tamika yeah. at the racetrack, and Tamika Dunn, yeah. of course, who does a lot of work with you uh, and your team. Yeah. She was telling me the story. Tell us about the story, the naming of Gary's Miracle. Uh, okay. Um, well, as you know, that with a uh, name like that, everybody thinks it's like that she's a dog, you know, and um, mm. is that I had the dog for well, two or three months, and uh, I phoned up Sean, I said, and excuse me, I said, Sean, how can you, like, name the dog such a shit name, and he goes, <laughs> oh, there's a story behind it, and he goes, um, when she was born, she said that she was, uh, uh, like, when she come out, she, uh, like, that uh, she wasn't breathing or nothing like that, and he said that his mate's about 65 years old and beat around dogs and wilt litters. He said he turned her upside down and just whipped her. He goes, oh, some of that shit's come good. Mm. And um, then, um, and I, that his name was Gary. So um, mm. then he took her to, then he took her to the vet, and then the vet goes, oh, look, I don't hold much hope for this dog. He should probably pass away in the next week or two. So he hand fed her, looked after her, and. Um, She's like, um, and since that she did mean like that, she's uh, like uh, survived, you know. Yeah. So it's, uh, and, and I think his name's mate uh, Gary. Mm. And um, anyway, so um, just on that bloke, um, is I phoned up Sean. I said, oh, um, uh, with uh, this bloke called Gary, he goes that he's got cancer. He's been really crook, and he said that the bitch. How she's doing, he goes, he's just found like another gear, you know, and um, like that when she won the Easter Cup that we sent him up the, uh, like a hat and the Easter Cup, uh, like rug and that, and he said he's just, man, it's just made his life so good, you know, he's just so happy, you know. Mm, mm. Um, so they've both, they've both been on the mend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, amazing, amazing story, and... Uh, and yep. she goes from strength to strength, and uh, obviously the night she won the feature race at Angle Park, you, you guys had some white uh, hats handing around. Gary's Miracles name written on. I was lucky to get one, uh, Mick. Yeah, well, um, that, uh, to make his friend, uh, I think her name's uh, Michelle Lavaz, I think. I think she used to be a uh, jockey, and then she had a fall, and now she's in a wheelchair. Well, that, uh, now she's got her own um, uh, thing where she prints T-shirts and hats. Okay. Um, I've turned up home and like, uh, and uh, like, uh, and uh, like that. She had 30 hats there uh, to make. I said, I said, why have you got hats? She goes, oh, we had to get them. And I said to her, like, that, how much is that? She goes, oh, 300. I thought, well, 
mean like that I mean I thought to myself, well that I haven't had a bet yet, so now I'm three hundred down before I even go to the golf <laughs> Yeah. And as far as the hats go, yeah, it was really good sort of thing, you know. And you won the feature anyway, so the 300 was loose change, Mick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as it was, yeah. Um, um, and I, yep. I was going to say, Mick, you've had some good dogs over the years. Um, how does she rate with some of the best ones you've had? Uh, well, mate, she's just most, I mean, like, she's just so consistent, you know. Mm. Um, uh, I'm not so. It's, I'm not saying anything new what the people don't know, but it's hard to keep them up all the time, you know? Mm. Um, and she's, she, I mean, like, she, mean, like, she just keeps them giving, you know? So, uh, she's probably have, she, I mean, like, she would probably have to be like, one of the best I've had. Um, I mean, just on the fact where, like I said before, like, that she's won two 300 metre races up mm. the straight, and then, and then she's come out and went six. Like then, she's won a 680 meter race, and yeah, and hey, you, know, you, mate, you just don't get dogs like that. You, know? you just no. don't get them. So she's she's absolutely terrific. You know? Croydon Boys was a good dog for you. He won over 19 races. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dog. Um, unfortunately, that you just couldn't pun him, could you? You know, mm. that um, uh, that year he would turn up like to the track and. Uh, and being like that, some starts you'll just fly, and other starts you'll just say, oh, I don't know, I just do I mean, that, uh, dogs like that, it just, I mean, I mean, like, he was a good dog, but he was, like, very inconsistent. Yeah. Where that Derek Miracle, I mean, I mean, like, that she busts her guts all the time, you know, so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What about Time Striker? Can he do anything on Thursday night in race seven? Well, uh, his last part is a little bit disappointing, you know, um, uh, he seemed to miss a start, and uh, yeah, he, he, he's just a little, uh, he, yeah, he's a little bit disappointing. But is that I've had him checked over, and um, uh, he seems fine in it. So I, um, to be like, to be honest, is that I haven't had a uh, as in the field, I haven't had a a good look. I mean, it's a, yeah, a good look sort of field. And that if I Thursday night. Uh, since it's like Angle Park, there's like prize money, well, then they, you do strike really good fields. I mean, you know, they seem to come out of the woodwork. Well, uh, those heats, I'll be shame of clean. Mm. I mean, I haven't seen fields like that in years and years and years. They were just like absolutely... Mm. Yeah. Really good fields were they? Yeah. Heats, you know? and, and like the thing about the final... Um, is even from the fastest time to Gary's Miracle, I mean, I think there's only three or four legs like that between the whole field and me. Mm. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I, just, uh, no, I think that uh, Tony's dog went uh, 78 and she went 30.08 Gary's Miracle. So mm. I suppose four or five legs between the whole field, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, if uh, she doesn't look around, you never know, like, you know? Yeah. Well, we uh, we look forward to watching the race Thursday night. Uh, hopefully, she gets a start for your uh, benefit there, Mick. Otherwise, we'll wait for her in about fourteen days. And um, look, best of luck with all the uh, the training. I know yourself and Tamika do a great job. And and one thing you bring to Greyhound Racing, Mick, is passion. And uh, you know, there's been a number of times that I've been calling races and and just watching you downstairs with your passion. Um, it's something that gets people up and about. And uh, congratulations to yourself. You do a good job. Okay, mate, just, just on passion or two, I'd say something. Um, 
he's a guy that dog called Sir Papa, and I mean, I don't hang the hat, hat and one dog or something, but, uh, you know, you got uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer and Joe, uh, Bowdy's talking yep. up order, and like, every six months that, uh, uh, with uh, Joe and Jennifer, I mean, like, they have that, I mean, like, they post that replay up on, I mean, up on Facebook, yeah. and, and um, saying like, if this doesn't get you going like that, then nothing will. Yeah. And I mean, like, the point I was going to make, and it's, if you hang on for 10 seconds, uh, the point is, mate, that your race call is absolutely magnificent. And, 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 and that as in passion is that you show also a lot of passion. And then when, um, like that, uh, when Gary's beautiful, that when she won the Easter Cup, my eldest brother, Terry Stewart, um, he said he had cancer and he had a transplant and he phoned me up and he goes, that call of yours, he said, it made him laugh and that, and that made him burst into tears. So, mate, thank you very much for your effort too, John. Yeah, not a problem, Mick. It's 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 nice to call good greyhounds and you're talking about Sir Papo there. I remember the night Joe Bowditch and... Uh, few of the racing jockeys uh, had ownership of that, and uh, he was heavily backed that night. The boys got the money, and, and Sir Papo yep. ran some great time. It was just unfortunate that uh, things went amiss with him after that, but he did a great job. Yeah, yeah, that's true, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, so true. I mean, uh, unfortunately, he uh, cracked his hockey over. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, like, he was back to the 12s to 5s, and yeah. after race, I think it was Ryan Hurdle, that he walked up and... He's, I think he had to be three or four hundred. I said, oh, Ryan, I don't want this. He goes, no, this is what we do in our game. Yep. So I said, okay, I'll take it. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a greyhound meeting, so Ryan's able to do that. So that's good stuff. Well done, Mick. Thank thanks, you so thanks much for your time. time thanks, Mick. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Michael. Bye-bye. Michael Stewart there, our guest on the Dogcast. Uh, Sean, he does bring passion. And, uh, you know, it, it can be a drizzly old Thursday night at Angle Park and uh, he might win a maiden and he's up and about. So um, it certainly does create some, uh, you know, attraction there on the night. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I mean, he, he gets them to go well. He can train good dogs as he's shown with Gary's Miracle. And as you mentioned, he's very passionate about um, the sport and about being involved. Um, the Sir Papo one was, was oh, not to use the word viral on Twitter, but it, yeah. was, it was definitely showed what it's like to for for owners to be involved yeah. in greyhounds, seeing their yeah. dogs perform, how much they love them, um, and everyone loves seeing that, and that's mm. what that's what Mick brings to obviously that ownership group and the people involved. Um, he does a great job. Gary's miracle. I mean, she's been in everything she as has. well. She's been in mm. all the heats, all mm. the finals of all the big races over the last few months. Mm. We've spoken about how consistent she's been. Wonderful greyhound, and as you mentioned, if she gets a run. In the final, very hard to beat. If not, I'm sure she'll be heading towards the Adelaide Cup yep. in uh, in October, and she'll be one of the big chances for SA. I'm sure she'd be a big party if she won oh, the Adelaide my Cup. Goodness. Sean, my goodness, it would be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone will be on on Nick Stewart watch. I'm sure. <laughs> so what goes on? Yeah, exactly right. Well, that's been another edition of the Dogcast. Uh, the big night Thursday night. The Shane McQueen. Looking forward to seeing all the action there. Mm-hmm.